How is, how's everybody doing? Can't see any of you, but hope y'all doing well. Hey, Trey, good. I uh, hope you're doing well and hope uh, practice is going well. Steve Reed from the Associated Press. Hey, Trey, yeah. you notice about, um, you know, you've had time to be around Matt Rule and uh, talked about the energy and, and what is it about him? Any specific examples of what you've seen from him that, you know, you can tell us about, you know, why his players seem to, to relate to him? Um, I think, you know, for instance, you know, coaches, uh, uh, a guy who's going to be very honest, uh, whether he's never played a down, he's going to let you know, you know, or whether he's, you know, played in college, um, he's going to let you know. Uh, so I think, you know, with him, you know, he can relate, but he also, you know, lets you understand that, hey, man, if I don't have the question or, or the answer, uh, I can give it off. And, uh, you know, I think guys are, you know, they're willing to respect that. Uh, so often we have, uh, you know, definitely coaches who, you know, uh, definitely believe in everything they coach, but, you know, Coach Rule's a guy at the head coach position who uh, I think, you know, is, is, you know, very honest with his players, allows us to come to him whenever we need him. So, uh, you know, I think it's, it's, it just allows us and the other players to feel comfortable um, in this aspect, even though, you know, this is the, the NFL. Hey, Trey, Jonathan Alexander with Child Observer, man. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, me too, boss. I was wondering, what so far do you like about the secondary room? And, yeah. and what would you like to see your guys improve on? Um, right now, I like uh, that we're fast. We're a fast unit. Um, we're young. And I think that, you know, that has an advantage to it. Uh, I remember when, you know, back in my younger days, our biggest advantage was, you know, we didn't know, we didn't know, you know, so we played fast. Whatever coach told us to do, we were doing. Uh, and I think right now we're, we're at that, you know, we have a coach who's played in the league, you know, and he's doing a great job of coaching us up. Uh, getting these young guys ready, uh, you know, me taking on a, a bigger leadership role, uh, you know, allowing these guys to understand, you know, this is a, we have a culture here that we, that we want to start. Uh, and we, you know, it's, it's an identity that we've had before. Uh, it's just reshaping it and uh, getting guys uh, up to par with, you know, how we want to do things because it is a very young team, but I, you know, I like the way our, uh, you know, our DBs are moving around. And I, I, I see us continue to grow and it's early in practice. So, you know, there's, there's so much improvement that, you know, we can do and we can make on ourselves. Trey, this is Miles Simmons from Panthers.com. What was it like to put on the pads today? And, you know, how do you feel like that affects you guys, particularly as a defense? Yeah. I mean, when the pads come out, I mean, that's when the people come to show, uh, anybody can do it. Uh, seven on seven, one on ones. Uh, but when those pads get to thumping, you know, you, you, you gotta be ready. And for me, you know, first day it's, uh, it's it's the first day. Uh, it's like first day of school. You know, you're you're ready for it. You you think about it all night. Um, you come in, you see guys getting them pads on. Uh, you know the click clack is gonna get to happening. And uh, it's 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 it was a fun day today. And I think you know we did a good job of. Uh, I think the first few days you got to learn how to practice. And again, being young, um, as vets, we got to show these guys how to practice, how to keep our guys off the ground. And I thought we did a great job of that first day. So um, you know it was impressive. Hey, Trey, David Newton, glad to see you're tripping from your shirt. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Teddy Bridgewater was telling us about, you know, how excited he was to see Alex Smith, you know, get clear to go back to practice. Yeah. Um, they've both gone through gruesome injuries. Um, what do you remember about Teddy and the injury you saw with his back in training camp in 2016? And what's that say about him that he wants to reach out to Alex? 
Um, it means a lot. Obviously, uh, anytime in this brotherhood of being inside the shield of the NFL, when uh, other men are going through the same thing you, you've gone through, uh, you know, we feel honored to be able to step back and reach out to them and, uh, you know, just show them that we care, show them that we're there for them. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, we play with Thomas Davis, so we know uh, what guys can overcome. Uh, I think with three ACLs, uh, the, the, you know, anything's possible. You know, that's kind of our belief here. But for Teddy to want to reach out to Alex, I think exactly, you know, it being a quarterback position, it means a lot for those guys. And it shows the character that he holds himself to. Hey, Trey, it's Matt Harris the Channel 9. Good to see you, man. I know the NFL made it optional to wear those face shields. I think they were made by Oakley. Just yeah. wondering, did you have any experience trying out that face shield? And, and are you seeing – some of your teammates wear them out there at practice? Uh, I know a few guys have. Uh, you know, we've tried them off, uh, tried them out in the off season. Some tried them in practice. It's, it's, it's a face shield. So if you, if you rock a shield and then you cover up your mouth a little bit more, you're going to imagine uh, breathing a little bit less. Uh, I haven't rolled with it um, since, you know, we really put on pads. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I can say that, uh, but it, but it's an option. If, if, if guys, you know, want to protect themselves even more, it is it is an option. Uh, I won't tell if if it you know hinders your breathing or you know this or that, but it is an option that we were given. Trey, this is Dick Cox with Cox Sports Broadcasting. This yes, is a sir. new Carolina Panthers team, new coaches, a lot of new faces. You're one of the faces and leaders of this team. How do you feel about this year's team? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I like it. You know, I, I really do. Right now, we're slept on, and, and we respect it. We respect everybody's opinions. And right now, we're just uh, every day just going out there to get 1% better. Every day, working on something, working on the details. And it's about the little things right now with the young team. And the quicker we can get ourselves focused on the details and, and learning what we should do every play, the quicker we won't allow ourselves to beat each other. And that's when, you know, when you're playing the game of, you know, football, it's a lot of beating yourself. And right now we're learning uh, to continue just to do our job. And then the plays will come to them, whether that's offense, defense, special teams. Uh, you know, sometimes you just got to go back. You know, being superstars in college, uh, you, you want to make that play. Uh, but in the NFL, you know, really having elite players out there, you just got to do one of 11, and that will get the job done. And, uh, right now I think we're doing a good job just coming out every day, being focused, and, again, that 1%. Hey, you mentioned uh, WFNZ. We're doing well. Uh, one of the things with a lot of these younger new guys on the secondary, especially at yeah. safety, you've got Justin Burris, Jeremy Chin, Troy Pride. A lot of them are versatile. They could not only play safety, but nickel and cornerback. How much does that help defense just being able to play all those multiple positions? I, mean, I believe it helps because, you know, we can move guys all the way around. Uh, we're never in matchup threats. Uh, in our defense, you know, we believe, you know, as our defense, we're fast, uh, whether it's linebacker position, uh, corner position, safety position, them be able to, you know, move around, guard anybody interchangeably. Uh, there's, there's never a uh, down that we feel uncomfortable because we have all these weapons, because we're uh, so versatile to do different things with them. So, uh, you know, we plan on, you know, using that to our advantage. Trey, Pete, hey, Trey, uh, identity over the last couple of years and your first stint with the Panthers was mm -hmm. Azav and what you yeah. established along with you know, Peanut Selman, Kirk Coleman, and so forth. Is that something that you're looking to reestablish with this group or was that a different era and it's time for a new identity with the secondary? No, no, it's the same. It's the same. It's one mentality here. Uh, it, it, you got to just 
we'll keep renewing it. You know, it, it's it's like the it's like the lease. You know, we we just renew it. We got it. everybody has to earn it, and uh, guys might come and go, but it's it's a lineage that we're, we're passing down. And as uh, long as I'm here, it's gonna be here with me. It's gonna be what we do. Uh, we are thieves. We will rob teams of the rock, and uh, we will not give it back. You know, we're taking fresh loot, I'm letting you know. And uh, we, we can't wait. I, I think uh, having an identity helps guys, uh, you know, come to come to work every day knowing that this is a brotherhood. We got to hold each other accountable. And we are thieves. So what do thieves do? They steal. <laughs> hey, Trey. Hey, Trey, you talk about, uh, you talk, about talk about holding each other accountable. Um, we saw, uh, I think, the defense jumped off sides and uh, and – Coach, had you guys get down and do some push-ups? Is that yeah. have you? When was the last time you had to do that during practice? And uh, and you know what does that kind of say about the way that he's running practice? Yeah, I mean I, I've done push-ups before, uh, holding each other accountable. Um, but uh, I think you know again it, it just goes to coach. And, and I think the coolest thing is uh, again coach going down there with us. We've had coaches do it with us before, but I think you know seeing your coach willing to uh, do everything that uh, he's willing to do himself is is a neat thing. And it, it gains respect of uh, players. So for him to, uh, you know, hold us accountable, we love it. We love it because we put pressure on ourselves. Um, we are the Carolina Panthers. We go through defense first. And it's, you know, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. So I love it. And, uh, you know, when he, when he does it, shoot, it just, it just gets us fired up. Hey, Trey, uh, there apparently uh, have been currently only 15 players on COVID IR out of 2,600 across the league, I think. Yeah. Guys are one of only five teams that have zero. Is this working better than you even thought? And uh, you know, or are you still a little concerned as the hitting and the contact increases, where where this could still potentially? Yeah, I think you know, honestly, here in Charlotte, I think our team uh, we're very responsible. Our city's been responsible. I don't see uh, a huge impact for our team. I think uh, what most guys are worried about are the hot spots, the, the California teams, the Florida teams, the Texas teams. Uh, and also, you got to wait till guys get out of camp uh, when they're actually uh, able to have that free time, quote unquote. Uh, so right now, we're kind of uh, in our own bubble being training camp. But what will that look like after guys are free? Uh, so I, I think, you know, it's early to make any predictions. I, I like the way we're doing things here in Carolina. I don't see our guys being irresponsible. Uh, we have, uh, you know, we got to make sure that we take care of our brothers. And, and not only our brothers, we have staffs here that are our sisters. Uh, and that we, we just got to make sure that everybody's smart, keeping masks on. You know, I got, I got mine right here, you know. But uh, I think, uh, you know, again, we're doing a good job here. Trey, Elena Getzenberg, Charlotte Observer. Um, I was wondering for you, obviously this is a very different offseason, but yeah. how do you feel like so far things are going in terms of being ready for the season on time and just working with this different schedule? Yeah, I mean, I kind of equate it to a regular training camp schedule, you know, and for us, we just have to take advantage of it. Some people might not uh, want the time or can afford the time. Well, if we can afford the time, we can, you know, socially distance, uh, why not? Uh, we know what we're against. Uh, while those teams can afford not to meet in person because they've been with each other for years, uh, we are a team that is not. So we, you know, it's good for us to come in here and see each other's faces, identify. Uh, if, if we're calling us a brotherhood, then get to know your brother, get to know your coach. Uh, and I think that's, you know, that's to our advantage in this because we have to uh, build that chemistry within our team to get up to par with uh, 
you know, we should be to become a winning, you know, organization again. Hey, Trey, uh, Vincent with The Right Report. Um, I was wondering what you've seen from TJ Green so far through through the training camp and, and where he fits into into this secondary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen TJ Green play, uh, obviously, corner uh, for us, uh, you know, but he's playing well. Uh, he can switch up. He's playing different positions. Um, but I, I like where he's at right now. He's focused. Um, he, you know, he's been playing, I, I think, pretty good ball these last few days. One thing about him is, is, is when the coaches give him a task, um, he's going to focus in on that. He's going to do it, and he's going to try to do it his best ability. Now it's just working techniques here and there uh, to dial up himself to become uh, the player that he knows he is and the, the player we want him to be. Uh, Trey, what have you thought of uh, Jeremy Chin so far? I mean, especially given that he is playing so many different spots. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Chin, man, he's an athletic, man. This, this guy is a uh, – you know, he has a possi possibility to be a real deal. And, and I say that because I've seen guys coming here. You know, he reminds me a little bit of Shaq when Shaq first came in here. Um, Shaq was the first, you know, rookie I had seen that I was just like, boop, yeah, that guy's a pro. You know, that's, that, that, that kid's going to be special. Um, and Shaq kind of gives you that – I mean, the chin gives you that feel uh, of being that way. So, right now, again, it's early, first day in pads. Uh, we haven't had OTAs. We haven't had anything before. Um, so – Again, Chin is uh, he's doing a good job of learning. We got a lot of stuff on his plate. Uh, as long as he takes it one day at a time, understands that hey, he doesn't have to do anything but his job. We plan on making it easy for him, let him fly around, and hopefully he just you know has fun this year and just does his job. We got time for a couple more guys. So Josh Graham, oh Josh Graham, Sports Hub Triumph. While we got you here, every time before this time of year, we talk about the Tar Heels as well. Yeah, and this year they're supposed to be. Pretty promising if there's an yeah, ACC man. season. What's your thought on it? Oh, uh, man, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough, man. I feel for those kids, man. They're, uh, they're being put in jeopardy. Uh, you know, a lot of them want to play. Uh, a lot of them just want, you know, you know, just like the NFL PPA, we want stuff involved, rules, policies that can hold us accountable to being safe. Um, and, you know, those kids, I can only imagine being in college and having my senior year, my junior year taken from me. Um, so, it, it, you know, it's cool to see those kids get together, um, NFL players get with them and support them um, because we were once there. We knew how it felt to, um, you know, not feel like your voice is heard. Don't speak up because that can hurt your playing time. Or, but uh, I think everybody understands what's going on. And, and I, I would love to see a, a UNC season this year. Obviously, I want the kids safe. And uh, it's very promising. I know it's going to be promising, man. We're, we're only getting better and better there uh, back in Chapel Hill. And uh, it, I, I hope it doesn't hinder these guys from being very special. Trey, Nick Carboni from WCNC Charlotte. Uh, what does it mean to you to, to come back this year, um, you know, after a few years away and coming back last year, obviously, but year to year, staying in the same yeah. place? And as you kind of alluded to, helping carry on that culture that you're used to here um, and kind of help it enter a new chapter. Yeah, I mean, it means a lot. Obviously, we know how much I love the city, the fans. Um, you guys know how much I interact with just, you know, the media. Uh, so it means a lot to come back, obviously, uh, to re-sign the contract, to be a part of the uh, the way we rebuild this. You know, I was there, you know, at its peak. And, you know, I plan on getting us back. And, and whether that's, um, you know, doing anything I got to do, um, you know, I, I plan on us getting back to it because uh, we, we, we have potential. And that, that potential is a you know, dangerous word because you got to live up to something. But I, I see us having the coaches uh, and the staff uh, to get us, you know, detailed up, to get us up to par, to get us to the new culture that we want us to be because 
Um, you know, from what we know, Carolina Panthers never had two back-to-back winning seasons. And uh, we're not saying it's going to be, uh, you know, mucho rapido, uh, but we plan on making a, a difference that stays for the long haul. And uh, we like, you know, the way Coach rules, um, you know, coaching this team up right now. He's, he's gaining a lot of respect from guys, whether that's uh, from vets or the rookies, uh, coaching staff. And he's a guy who I said before, you know, he has it, you know, so he makes you want to uh, fight for him, makes you want to practice for him. And he has niches to uh, get guys going, you know. And I like that because I'm a guy who, uh, you know, you don't got to get me going. I'm ready to go. But uh, to see him light up other guys, uh, whether it's coaches, players, uh, and challenge them, it shows, you know, this guy has something to him. Guys, we got to let Trey go. So let's go with the uh, – let's get one more from Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Mike Salarte, Spectre News One. Good to see you, boss. Uh, What's up, boss man? As we as we talk as we talked uh, in the off season, you hadn't gotten your deal done. You yeah. got your deal done. The last couple of seasons, you were coming in at the tail end of training camp. So, one, how are you enjoying this this uh, new workload of having to be at camp every day? But two, how are yeah. you approaching the season? Because now you enter the season maybe with some peace of mind with that. Yeah. security of, of the contract that uh, that you'd long sought and you now finally have yeah I, I think you know being able to you know be in training camp you know it, it's, it's good uh i think the off season was kind of like the same for me i kind of took it you know the same as the last two years i knew uh okay i'd be going to training camp uh you know so get your body right but having a little bit you know obviously m- more money getting paid um as much as given as much required so you know i i, t- I take that every day a chip on my shoulder um, knowing that I got to lead these young guys. I got I to, you know, I'm literally, you know, one of the three captains on this defense, you know, and, and we got to, that's how we got to approach every day. Um, and, and luckily I've had great uh, guys in front of me, Roman Harper, Kirk Coleman, um, guys, you know, obviously Thomas Davis, Luke Kegley, you know, so uh, I think about these guys every day. I think about how do they lead me when I was young? Uh, how did they pull me to the side and get me going? Um, how can I just run around and, and show these guys each and every day I'm going to be an example for these young men. And for me, you know, I, I'm only 28. So I, I feel like I'm still young. Like, why are y'all doing this to me? Like, like everybody, you know, they, they call me so old around here. And it's, it's crazy because we are a young team. Uh, so it, every day I approach uh, it with the leadership mentality. How can I, uh, whether it's talking, communicating, you guys know I love to talk. Um, but also putting the actions behind the words so these guys understand I'm willing to do, just like Coach, we're willing to do anything uh, that we tell you to do. And, and again, uh, guys are receptive. That's why I like my group right now, man. We have some good younger players. They're willing to listen. We take coaching well. And I think, you know, as, as long as we continue to take it 1% a, uh, at a time in, in a day, the little wins are gonna gonna build up to the big wins, and, and as long as we take our time with it, we'll we'll truly be something special. I believe. What it take to be a successful football team? Um, you know, you have coaches flying around, and I'm watching practice. Like, man, who's this guy? And it's a coach, you think, and it's a player. So you feel the energy from, from top to the bottom, and uh, it, it's great. It's Josh Graham, Sports of Triumph. Teddy, mentioning the coaches flying around and the energy and up-tempo. Given with three other teams, how much different is this? You know, uh, 
the beautiful part about this league is nothing stays the same, no team is the same. And, um, you know, you, you watch us and we, we're doing some things that, you know, we didn't do when I was in my previous place. Um, the one thing I can say is we're bringing that energy. We're, we're feeling coaches' energy every day. He talks about the brand, you know, and guys having that process. And, you know, from the time we finish stretch, you know, hey, you have to, you know, turn that switch on and, and be ready to compete. Uh, coach is a guy who gets the best out of everyone. And um, I'm glad to be a part of his team with Coach. Uh, just continue to push push myself, push the guys in the locker room every day. Hey, Terry, David Newton with ESPN.com. A lot's been made about how much speed you've got around you. But you also hear some people saying, well, how is Kenny going to get the ball to the guys down deep? Because he doesn't have a great uh, touch with deep. What do you say to that? And, and why do you think that's been kind of put on a label put on you? You know, man, I think we got a, we got a real solid four by four, by four, four by one, whatever you want to do. You know, we can line it up. Uh, I think I might actually make the lineup uh, that four by one. Uh, you know, I've been working on my speed also, but um now we have guys who, who who can fly across the field, and I'm excited, you know, to be in this offense, you know, and be able to use those guys, you know, in different ways and find different ways to get those guys the ball. Hey, Teddy. This is put, of course, on Christian at running back. But what are you seeing out of some of the other guys in that group, whether it's a, a lesser-known Division II player like Trenton Cannon or someone like Jordan Scarlett and so forth? Uh, it's a group that works extremely hard every day. Uh, those guys are true pros. And Christian sets a great example for those guys in that room. And um, every day you watch those guys practice, you know, they're helping each other, you know, they're competing against each other, but at the same time, they're helping this team become a better football team. And, you know, they're making themselves become better men and better football players. So um, just watching those guys work every day. Uh, it's a smart group, a group that's very athletic. And, um, you know, I can't wait to just get those guys going. Hey, Teddy, uh, Will here with Fox 46. Good, good to see you again, buddy. Uh, obviously, you could only learn so much in the Zoom. Is there anything that kind of caught you off guard when you got on the field, and especially today, putting on the pads about this team that you didn't know going into it? Yeah, man. Um, you know, you, you sit around and you watch Zoom meetings and you install virtually, and it's totally different. Uh, you get around the guys every day. You watch guys you know, process every day when they come into the building and how they prepare themselves for each day of practice. You know, uh, it, you take notes and you learn, okay, you know, this guy, easy lead for a certain reason. You know, there's certain things that he's doing to make himself this much of a better player. So uh, being around the guys each and every day, coming into work, you know, learning these guys, learning their process and seeing what it takes to make them truly special players, uh, that's been standing out to me. Is there anything in particular? Sorry, just going to follow up on that. Is there anything in particular where you saw Christian do something or Curtis or DJ or, or whoever do anything you're like, dang. Uh, everyone's process is different, man. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, you, you take your hats off to those guys. Um, you know, they could be around here sitting around just wasting time, but, you know, they're all finding different ways to make themselves better and to prepare themselves for each day. So, uh, you know, you watch Christian, uh, whether it's doing some Eldoa uh, stretching and things like that. Uh, I make fun of it, but uh, we, we've been able to uh, use it these past couple of weeks. And you watch Christian and you understand, okay, why he's able to, you know, put his foot in the ground and, and, and he's so flexible and he's able to just change direction and things like that. Um, so I, I, I give credit to Christian and his door. Hey, Teddy, yeah, this is Miles Simmons from Panthers.com. What difference do you think that it made, you know, with you having some familiarity with the offensive system coming in um, as opposed to maybe not having it um, because you're the quarterback and, you know, that makes you the commander of the offense? I think it made a huge uh, impact for us. Um, you know, Joe, 
uh, he was able to just, you know, continue to pick things up, you know, where we left off a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, he's not having to teach it to me for the first time. So uh, it's been beneficial because now I can, you know, along with Jake, you know, and, and Matt Lombardi be an assistance, a help to the other quarter, the other quarterbacks in the room. And, you know, just the other guys uh, on this team, you know, I know how this offense is supposed to look. And, you know, we have expectations. And, you know, with me having some experience in this system with Joe, uh, you know, we know we expect things to look a certain way. Teddy, Mike Solarte with Spectrum News One. Good to see you. Uh, you Kind of going back to Will's question about being in pads for the first day today, does it finally start to kind of feel like football because of 2020 and Zoom meetings and no OTAs and the slow ramp up and being in shorts and, and, and shirts for the first bit of camp? Yeah, it definitely start, it's, it's definitely starting to feel like football right now. And, um, you know, the guys are pretty excited. You know, uh, just sitting at sitting at home, uh, watching a, an iPad, you know, not really feeling the person's energy. You know, um, you know, it, it's very, you know, iffy. You know, uh, of course, you want to maximize, you know, and adapt to the situation that we're in. But at the same time, it's nothing like being in person and uh, communicating with guys, feeding off their energy, uh, seeing what motivates guys each and every day. So uh, it's definitely starting to feel like football and. We put the pass on, and uh, the guy was flying around. You could feel that energy from top down with Coach Rule uh, demanding, you know, greatness out of everyone. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a fun time. Following up on that, if you don't mind, uh, seeing Coach Rule, in, I don't know if you saw Coach Rule in the bubble uh, doing a defensive drill today, going through the, the – I don't know if you saw that, but, I mean, what is, what is his energy like? It seems like it's almost uh, contagious that, it, that a lot of guys should kind of pick that up. Yeah, it's definitely contagious, man. Um, you feel him wherever you are in the building, on the field. Uh, he's screaming. He's loud. He's running around. He's hooting and hollering. Sometimes he talks too much. But, um, <laughs> no, he's a guy, man. You know, he's a great motivator. And uh, he's getting the best out of everyone right now. Teddy, Teddy. Carboni from WCNC Charlotte. Talking about the first day of pads. I mean, this is like – two or three weeks after that would normally happen. Obviously, it's an abnormal year, but now you're about three or four weeks away from the first game. So compared to where you would want to normally be right now as a team, um, what are your kind of feelings on where you guys are in this part of the process? Uh, the beautiful part about all of this is uh, guys have been pros throughout the entire process. You know, whether we had to, you know, put on pass two weeks from now or we put on pass three weeks ago, you know, guys have been true pros about it. Guys have been smart. Uh, the good thing about these guys, we have a bunch of pros who know how to take care of their bodies and, you know, do whatever is necessary to prepare themselves for the next day. So, um, you know, like I said, whether it was three weeks ago or two weeks from now, you know, um, we have a group of pros who, you know, know how to adjust and just adapt to every situation that's thrown at us. Hey, Teddy, uh, Josh from the Riot Report. Um, last year you were a backup. You know what it's like to be ready when your number's called. What are you seeing from the other two quarterbacks that are on the roster, Will Greer and, and P.J. Walker? And what are you trying to impart to them um, as, as a leader of the team? Uh, just to always stay ready. Um, I shared a, a message with those guys a couple of days ago about how when my opportunity came last year against the Rams and I wasn't prepared. And I had my mind made up that, man, I was behind Drew Brees. The previous year, he never missed a game. Man, I'm never going to play. That was my mindset. But and and you you can always talk the talk talk the talk about hey man I'll be ready when my number is called. But you never know until that opportunity presents itself. And that's something that I told those guys that man 
after that game against the Rams last year, like I was embarrassed. You know, um, I had to hear it from my family. I had to hear it from the fans and just everyone. And, and I told myself I never want to experience that again. So my message to those guys was just, you know, always stay ready. You know, it's easy to say, oh, man, I know this, I know that. But when you're out there in live action, you know, are you truly ready? So um, for those guys, you know, I'm excited to be in the same room with those guys. Those guys work extremely hard. You know, Will and PJ, they're doing a great job of just, you know, taking coaching from Jake, um, learning this offense, and you know, the, applying it to the football field. Teddy, uh, Scott Fowler from the Charlotte Observer, not to belabor that, but since you brought it up, uh, why were you embarrassed exactly uh, and what about that, that moment? I know you played very well after that. What made you not ready then for that particular game? Yeah, I was embarrassed because I put out some awful football and I knew that, you know, at the end of the day, there's so many people who believe in me. Um, you know, when I'm out there on the field, there are 10 other guys in the huddle who expect me to, you know, always say we're hope dealers and uh, our job is to sell hope and deliver. Well, when I had my opportunity, I didn't deliver and I was truly embarrassed. And uh, it was, I think it was on national TV or something like that. And, you know, for me, I like to, you know, stay ready. And like I said, uh, I was talking to talk, saying that, hey, man, I'm ready, I'm ready. But when opportunity finally came, I wasn't. And it was more so, like I said, my mind was made up, man. I was behind Drew Brees. Uh, I'm never going to get an opportunity. But um, after that after that day, he just woke, woke me up and opened my eyes and told me that, man, you know, no matter how, how prepared you think you are, you, you never know until the opportunity presents itself. Teddy, Dick Cox with Cox Sports Broadcasting. How do you feel being one of the new faces of the Carolina Panther franchise and going into the season knowing you're the starting quarterback? I'm excited. Um, you know, this is an opportunity that, you know, I've been praying for um, for the past couple of years. And uh, to finally be, you know, uh, here in Charlotte with these guys in this city, um, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for what's in store for us. I'm excited that every day I get to come to work, you know, with, a group of men who, who want the best out of themselves, who put this team before themselves. And, you know, we have a bunch of servant leaders, and that's what Coach talks about, guys who are willing to sacrifice, you know, the individual success for the greater and the betterment of this team. And, and that's what, um, you know, I'm here for. I'm here to, you know, just continue to be the best player that I can be, uh, help elevate guys and bring, uh, take their game to the next level and just win football games. Hey, Teddy, uh, Jonathan Alexander with the Shot Observer. Hope you're doing well, man. I'm wondering after that moment um, that you say you got embarrassed, like how did you better prepare yourself? You know, and and what did you find was the most efficient way that you may have continued over to today? Yeah, I had to uh, revamp my process. Um, and uh, Drew, I had to learn that Drew Brees was Drew Brees for a reason, and I had to truly find my identity again. You know, I thought, man, if I did what Drew Brees did, I'd have Drew Brees success, and after that game, you know, I didn't prepare the way I thought I did. And I told myself, man, you know, I have to find my own process and find something that works for me. And uh, I've been able to do just that uh, the past year and a half or the past half, uh, past year. And um, it's been working for me. Teddy, I know Joe was with the organization during that time. The two of you at all during that stretch, did he reach out to you or you reach out to him about what you needed to change in order to really get your head in the game, for lack of a better term, going forward? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? 
I know Joe was no longer with the organization last year when that opportunity came, but after that game against the Rams, did you reach out to him or did he reach out to you at all about the work that the two of you had put in and how to really step your game up going forward? No, uh, Joe was too busy uh, trying to win a national championship. <laughs> um, but uh, we used to hit each other up throughout the year. Uh, he would, you know, score some touchdowns and I, I you know, text him, hey, I know that play or, you know, good job. And he text me, you know, telling me good job and things like that. Uh, have a little Florida connection, South Florida connection. So, uh, you know, that bond has been tight and been strong. Let's get a couple more for Teddy, guys, and we'll let him hey, move on. Hey, David Newton again. Um, can you compare what the how you rate the talent you have around you here compared to what you had with the Saints after seeing them in live practice a few days? Man, the beautiful part about this league is no team is the same. No organization is the same. Um, each team has a different set of players who have different skill sets. And uh, just being here, being around these guys right now, like I said, man, we have a, a team that could compete for a four-by-one. And um, like I said, I'd be the first leg because I'm one of the fastest guys. But um, it's just a great unit to be around. Uh, everyone talks about, you know, it being a young team. But you, be, you, you hang around these guys long enough and you realize, man, these guys are pros. And these guys, they're hungry. And um, I'm excited to, to watch these guys and to be a part of this team and, and continue to grow. Eddie, what's the rest of the relay look like after you? Man, the rest of the relay? All right, um, I'm going to go Christian, uh, Robbie, and uh, Curtis. But uh, I'm, I might just uh, fake a hamstring injury and put DJ, you know what I mean? I think we'll, put a, we'll run a better time. Or, or Jeremy Chen, maybe, you know. Hey, who knows? <laughs> Anything else for Teddy, guys? We might have time for, like, one more. I, I, I have one. Teddy, Mike Salartega, Inspector News 1. You've been – this is not your first rodeo. You've been around the league. And, obviously, your, your injury is well documented. Do you stop and think about your journey at any point and think, man – I'm still persevering. I'm still grinding. I'm still playing. I'm leading another offense. I mean, do, do you stop and and maybe take stock in that? And and what are your thoughts when you when you if you do have the a moment to to think back? What are your thoughts about that? Because a lot of folks and and you probably know uh, a lot of folks didn't think you would play football again, and yet here you are in the league and and still going and and being counted upon. Yeah. Um... You know, sometimes I might just drift off into thought about, you know, uh, some of the things that I've gone through. But, you know, I'm so caught up in living in the moment that sometimes it's hard for me to go back and revisit uh, previous moments and experiences. Um, I can say that, that that experience and the things that I've gone through a couple of years ago has helped me become a better man, a better football player, a better teammate. And, um, you know, I'm thankful that it happened because who knows, you know, if I would have been the same man who I am today, you know, it never happened. And then um, I just sit around and I watch, you know, I jumped on Twitter yesterday and I saw that uh, Alex Smith had received some good news. And it's, it's stories like that that motivate me. You know, it's like, man, you know, I know what, what it took, you know, even though no injury is the same, but I know what it took to be counted out. And just, you have that, that small circle around you who truly believe in you. And, and that's, that motivation more than the doubters. You know, everyone asks, oh man, you know, how did you overcome it? And it was a small circle, you know, of people who believed in me. And, and that's why when I go out there and I take that field on Sundays, 
you know, I, I hold my head up high and, and, and I smile. And I'm thankful that, you know, the Lord gave me another opportunity and that I have that supporting cast that I have. So, uh, you know, things like that, that's what motivates me. Hey, Teddy, uh, hey, since wait, you brought it up, I was wondering, have you, have you um, Jonathan, reached out to Alex no. Smith? Or, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Jonathan, let's finish with you. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, Teddy, you know, have you reached out to Alex Smith or, or did you plan on doing it? Yeah, I plan on it. Um, you know, during a time like this, I'm pretty sure he's getting all type of text messages and things like that, uh, congratulating him. But, um, you know, I like to wait till things die down. And like I said, I, I was on Twitter. I saw the good news. And, you know, it's exciting, man, uh, to overcome the things that he's gone through um, the past year and a half, two years. Um, I'm extremely excited uh, just for him to, you know, be able to step foot out on the football field. I got to know Alex a couple of years ago uh, during a joint practice in Washington, and um, you know he's he's an awesome guy. Uh, he, he's uh, a great spirited guy. He, he's fun to be around. He's a competitor. So I know that you know once he's out there, guys will feel his energy. And he's just